What's up, Witty King? What's up, Witty Queen? It's your big brother, Demont Pope, a.k.a. King Genesis, a.k.a. Mr. Purpose over pointless excuses, and you are now tuned in to the King Speaks podcast. Yeah! Hey, what's up with it, King? What's up with it, Queen? Hey, y'all already know who it is. It's your big bro, DeMont Pope, a.k.a. Mr. Purpose over Pointless Excuses. Listen, I want to thank you for taking time to listen in, kick it with your bro. Hey, I got another special guest for y'all today. Y'all already know how we've been doing it. Ain't no sense in stopping now. We finna go full speed ahead. You dig what I'm saying? Listen, I got a real special guest, and I know y'all excited to find out who. So without further delay, I want to present the sum, right? And then I want to introduce the others. Yeah, Miss Monica Pope. Yeah, y'all know what time it is. What's up, Monica? What's up with it? Nothing much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I am excited about today. I'm excited to pour. I'm excited today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. And then you already know that we're talking about purpose over pointless excuses over here. And and I know y'all heard that Pope in there. So, you know, what I mean, we're just going to leave that right there for a minute. Let y'all marinate on that right quick. Hey, so um, I know they want to know who you are. I know you. I know they've noticed that we share the same last name and they like, who is he? So, yeah, there is definitely relation you know what i'm saying that's a fact about it and we proud about it all right uh yes. but that ain't what we here to talk about we ain't here to talk about family ties we're here to give y'all value we're here to add to you but it's a blessing and it's an honor to be able to share the stage with yet another family member as we bring y'all purpose to inspire those who may want to be a future entrepreneur or a business owner or just perfect the career and craft that you have right so listen monica Check it out. They've been waiting for a minute to see what's going on. So listen, do me a favor. Tell me, right? Tell them, because I know you, who is Monica Pope, right? And what exactly is the entrepreneurial, what, listen at me, entrepreneur wife. Correct me on that, because my mouth is twisted right now. Get me right, right quick, Ken Pope. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. I am Monica Pope, the entrepreneur midwife. And what I do is I help men and women birth their business. I take the entrepreneur, the business owner from entrepreneur business owner to CEO. I ensure that everything that God placed in you, you're ready to receive a profit. You're ready to pour into the people that you're supposed to pour into. And I've been doing this. I've been doing it all my life, but I answered the call to the actual title about five years ago. And so um, it's just what I do. I love to empower uh, men and women globally. And what my belief is and what my saying is and what my motto is, is I believe that every single person on earth can be an entrepreneur. I believe that it can be taught just like reading, writing, and all of those good things. I feel like if we teach our children at birth, they definitely can be an entrepreneur. Yeah, talk that, man. Listen, I love that. You said you believe that everybody can be an entrepreneur. Everybody can own a bit. Everybody can own something. You understand what I'm saying? And it, this ain't no shade to nobody who's comfortable with the career and stuff like that in, in retiring, uh, working for somebody else. No, no slant to that at all. Right. But it's power in owning something. And, 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 and you said you, you help men and women birth businesses, right? You help them birth businesses because it's something on the inside of them. It begins on the inside. When we talk about purpose, we got to find that internally, right? In order to fulfill the need externally to add value, right? So your your energy over here matching mine, man. I don't even know what to do. You're strong with it, confident with it. Um, I love it. I love it. I love it. And listen, y'all do me a favor. If y'all already getting value, you know what time it is, right? If you haven't already hit the subscribe button. Yeah. Hit that notification bell. So, you know, whenever we release a new content over here, also thumbs up, like it, share it, do whatever you got to do. Let people know what's going on over here with your bro. Now, listen, now let me ask you this, Monica, since you give birth to businesses, right? You help people, basically you help them find identify and perfect what their purpose is. And, and in the pursuit of them making an impact, you show them how to create income by doing something that they love doing something that they passionate at, right? Correct. All right. So let me ask you this. Has this been something that you've always wanted to do? Now you said you've been doing it pretty much all your life, right? So we caught that, but is it something that you've always wanted to do? Or is it something that you would just kind of, you just kind of fell into or kind of was pushed into? 
Well, I've been an entrepreneur literally for 24 years. I'm 41 years old and I've always knew, I always known that I wanted and was called to be an entrepreneur. One of the first businesses that I began um, to do was a, um, was a, um, a consulting business. Mm -hmm. And I uh, started that business and I would just pull all the, I would do all this studying about all the different businesses and things that you can open. And I wanted to be a business consultant. Well, that was 20 something years ago. So I had no knowledge about anything. I just didn't know. And so I developed the whole company, but I think I only got two, two good clients. That was back in the day when, um, Black Planet was open. I don't know what y'all was on Black Planet for, but I was networking even back then yeah. on Black Planet. And I, I got clients from there being a business consultant, but it was just on my knowledge. And so I end up closing that business consulting business. I said, I got to make some more money. This is not enough. Mm -hmm. And so within within that time frame, um, from now until when I answer the call to the entrepreneur midwife, I have started open and operated over 15 businesses. I had no yeah. idea what was going on in my mind. And everybody was coming to me for advice on opening up their business, but I just kept opening up business. Once I did that, I said, oop, that's that's successful. I'm going to the next thing. And then what happened one day I had a, um, I used to own a boutique. It was called two boutique and it's in uh, downtown, um, Lathonia. And I was sitting in there with one of my business partners and I said, um, you know what? Uh, I don't know what's going on with me, but I feel a transformation. Mm. I, I, I think that I'm the entrepreneur midwife and I, I believe in God. I believe in Jesus and all that good yeah. stuff. And she did too. And she said, Monica, that's the Holy Ghost. That's the Holy Ghost. That's who you are. You are the entrepreneur midwife. And since I answered the call of the entrepreneur midwife, I, ha I hadn't had to open and close so many businesses. Now I know that when I get that blueprint, that it's for somebody else. Now I know those 15 businesses that I opened and closed were actually someone else's blueprint. But it wasn't until I answered the call to the entrepreneur midwife that I knew exactly um, I knew exactly what I was supposed to do and I, I did not have to waver on other all these other types of businesses but to answer your question I believe yes I always knew that I was going to be a business consultant I just did not know the call that was upon my life which is the call of the midwife yeah. And you you explain going through the process, right, of 15 different businesses opening and closing. Then you talked about learning and experiencing enough. You 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 had to get in there and hands on. Y'all listen, it's OK to read a book. It's OK to listen to uh, podcasts. It's OK. But sometimes you don't learn experience until you put your hands on it. And it's learned by trial and error. Sometimes you get it right. Sometimes you don't. Right. So it's something that you always knew that would happen. Right. But it yeah. wasn't until you answered that call, which meaning you found a why, a reason, something bigger than yourself to motivate you. Right. And to inspire you. Right. To go out here and to help other people find what they didn't even know was there the whole time, which is their purpose. Right. And giving birth to what God had placed on the inside of them. Listen, I love it. And I like where you're going with this right here, because I too struggled with various different uh, business ventures opening and closing. It's like I've been an entrepreneur at heart pretty much all my life, but I haven't been always successful because I really didn't know what I was doing. I had no real true business model. I didn't have an entrepreneur midwife. So you know what I'm saying? I had to get out here and get it by basically trial and error, right? Making mistakes. So um, you guys can be wiser than we were because you can learn from our experience. You can learn from our mistakes. You can be guided and 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 really mentored and, and, and developed in that area of expertise that you have. And we just here to let you know, right? So again, um, I need y'all to do me a favor, hit the subscribe. Yeah, yeah, hit the notification bell, right? Hit the thumbs up, like, hit all that, all right? We're gonna keep this going. We over here, Monica Pope, the entrepreneur midwife. It's your big bro right here, DeMont Pope, but you already knew that. Let's get to what you don't know, all right? Listen, 
Uh, Monica, in your opinion, right, what has been the most important lesson, right, that you've learned over your career, right, with the process that you've gone through and answering the call and, and always having the passion and the heart uh, to be an, a consultant and to do what you're doing, right? What's, what's, what's one of those big lessons that you've learned? I have two very important lessons that I've learned on my in my entrepreneur career. The first lesson that I learned is I learned that most of the time I'm going to go contrary to what most people and most motivators and most speakers tell you to do. Most people say, follow your passion, start your passion, start that business, and you will make a lot of money. What I learned was you know what your passion is, but your passion can be found in any type of industry. And what you have to do is sometimes, unless you're born with that silver spoon in your mouth, unless you're born with those investors at your hand, unless you are a great salesperson and has a and have a bunch of charisma, I found out that you need to join in the field that's going to make the money to fund your purpose. Now, here's what I mean about that. My, um, I have a, a, a mental health health outpatient facility and when I got into the mental health uh, field I kept thinking well this is not my passion I don't necessarily just love mental health but I know what my purpose is my purpose is to serve so I began to serve that population and because I did first I did my first thing which was servitude everybody we're multi I say this all the time anytime I have an interview I let people know that we are multi-purpose it's just like the, the spray bottle it's not just one purpose you are multi-person and so it made that spray bottle may say good for the bathroom good for the kitchen good for the floors but perfect for appliances or something like that so what i'm saying is you have to spray yourself all over you have to say spray yourself all over but you have to remember that you're great for appliances so and one thing that everybody share in common no matter what industry that you're in the one the most common thing that we we share is that we serve now we have to figure out which community and who we are called to serve and so my my first thing that i learned was to get in there and and um start a business that will bring you a profit so that you're able to facilitate the purpose that is on your life. So my purpose is um, entrepreneurship and women in servitude, but the mental health facility have given me the finances to now I can open up. Now I have a CEO therapy. So CEO therapy is the therapy for the entrepreneurs. Now my clinic is for the uh, population before hospitalization. So oh, before wow. someone is hospitalized, they come to my program five days a week to prevent that. But within that, within me serving that community, within me saying, okay, Lord, what do you have for me to do since I presented this opportunity? Because I was doing my first purpose, which is servitude, which is everybody's purpose. I now have the funds that I I can now do CEO therapy. So what am I doing now? I am phasing into the program where now my mental health services are just for CEOs. Eventually, eventually my clinics will be sold, which is on the market to be sold, to be to, to be for sale, and it will be only for entrepreneurs and CEOs. That's the first lesson I learned. And within that lesson, it was my second lesson, and they run neck and neck that although you have those multi-purposes, so I'm going to bring it back to those that say, no, you got to be on your purpose. Although oh, um, you're one purpose, although you have those multi-purpose, that one thing, I'm going to go back to my example of the spray being perfect for appliances. My purpose was perfect for entrepreneurs. So now that I've entered into a field that can finance whatever I want to do, now I can go back to that main thing that I'm called to, which entrepreneurs. So that's why I that's why I now have CEO therapy. But had I not did that, had I, had I listened to those millionaires and those billionaires that said, just follow your purpose, yeah. but not breaking down to me that I have several purposes, 
I would not have even started that agency. So my uh, my tip is two and one. Number one is do what you're called to do, which number one is serve. While you're serving, your true purpose will come. And every single business you do then needs to be geared towards that. So now that my since my true calling is entrepreneurs and birthing entrepreneurs, although I own a makeup company where I provide makeup services, now all, all, all of that, that's geared towards the entrepreneur. Now I provide makeup services for entrepreneurs and CEOs, which gives you a whole nother bracket. Yeah. So whereas I could, where before I could do a face for 50 to a hundred dollars, a CEO and executives, oh, I can charge now 150 to $200. Wow. So that would be my two, that would be my two lessons that I've learned yeah. the hard way uh, as an entrepreneur. Uh, learn the hard way and and listen and I and what I'm hearing is like serial entrepreneur because you got multiple businesses which is multiple streams of income and and you talked about um, identifying a, a gift or something that you were capable of doing um, to create a business again you talked about creating a business not necessarily uh, running to go and get a job no shade to those that do have jobs and all of that but you talked about creating again a business creating a flow of income that can fund your purpose that can fund your passion so you hit me in the mouth right quick because you address something that most people uh actually i don't know if any guests have addressed that yet um which is um doing that thing that you don't really like doing right we talked about going through the process but we didn't talk about doing that thing that you may not necessarily like doing but you're good at doing right starting a business with that because it generates income right and um it's so many so many lessons monica that can be learned from that because once you're able to fund your purpose you don't necessarily have to do the operations of that particular business but once you own it i hear you own it right once you own it you own it so it enabled you to open several other facilities right and now the cash flow that's coming in right is able to fund what you were purposed to do the whole time so i wanted to highlight that i wanted to highlight that because that makes sense and it's a lot of us who we, we we're, we're so caught on doing what we want to do or what we love doing we we we, we pass up opportunities that can provide uh me personally i'm gonna be the first one to be transparent and admit sometimes i i've been guilty over my years right of learning experiences the hard way of letting opportunities pass because i'm so focused on what feels good when i do it right but sometimes you 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 gotta do what you gotta do because what it does monica is i'm hearing you broke the barriers of restriction right um um, because if the funds are limited, guess what? It takes money to make money and it, it, it takes money to be a servant. Like you can't serve if you have nothing to serve the community or you have nothing to serve the people, right? So I love that. I wanted to spend some time right there and I probably spent a little more time than I normally would on one question, but the whole purpose, again, the whole purpose is to teach, educate, right? Inspire, motivate, right? And as we educate, we're empowering somebody else. So I love that when you got a calling, right? When you got something that's embedded, when when God has placed something in your heart that you love, he definitely going to give you the blueprint. And it sounds like you got the blueprint, not only to make yourself even more successful than you already are. But for those of you who are listening and viewing, she sounds like she got a lot to offer those of you who may be struggling with breaking into uh, those brackets that you need to do to create that uh, residual flow of income in your business. All right. Next question, Monica. You ready for this one? All right, mm -hmm. since, we, since we're giving it to them, let's go and keep it hot, right? Check it out. In your professional experience, what would you say is the strongest or uh, the best personality trait that a person would need um, in your particular industry? Now, you have multiple industries, but um, we'll say let's narrow it down to the particular one where you birth other businesses. Um, you help others birth their businesses. Let's talk about that. Okay, the 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 most the quality that I need, the biggest strength that I need when I'm in the business that I in is the um and everybody tells me this all the time. Um, I have to have uh I have to have patience mm. and I have to have the strength of uh I don't even know what this strength would be called, <laughs> but it's the strength of 
I guess we'll be, still be patient. So it's the strength of patience with my clients because when it comes to me, how, how I give the strategy and what's supposed to be next for someone in their life when it's time for me to birth them, is it's a direct download from God. Mm. So we're talking about um, I don't have a degree in this. We're talking about I'm, I'm not Dr. Pope. Uh, I don't have a master's in um, in business. I don't have a master's in uh, marketing or anything like that. Literally, this is a literally a divine connection that the Lord gives to me to give to them. And so a lot of times I'm explaining my strengths so that it could be, you know, so everybody can feel what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, a lot of times when I'm telling somebody what they're supposed to do, I'm looking at them like duh why haven't you done it so my strength that i need is more patient because it's not god is delivering it to me to deliver to people so i would say in most fields especially when you're dealing with people it has to be patience because when um when, when i'm dealing with somebody i'm it's it's a it's almost drill sergeant you just, I, i'm not nice I'm a midwife. So when you're giving birth to something, when you're birthing a business and when you're birthing a baby, it's never easy. Mm. Um, it, it's, it's hard. It hurts. It hurts. And you have to push and you have to push. And oftentimes it's somebody yelling at you. Sometimes you have to be uh, um tied down sometimes you got to be cut open so i have to do all of that and then sometimes somebody got to hold your hand and just whisper in your ear so with me it's the patience because i have to see um i i see the client on the other side i see what the brand and the company is supposed to be so what i'm doing is i'm pushing you into that but i have to have patience because i'm just like okay i gave you seven things to complete i don't just give goals every single week i give somebody a set of goals to complete so if those goals aren't completed you know, I got to wrap my mind back yeah. into, okay, Lord, you gave me these patience, th this patience to deal with this client. So we have to complete that goal to go to the next because we're birthing a CEO. It's like when you birth that baby, you cannot, you got to feed that baby every day, two mm -hmm. or three times a day. So if you, if you just birth a business and you haven't done anything, you only done something once a day. What would your natural baby do? I'm sorry. I know I'm going past the question, no, but you, I just can't yeah, help it when yeah, I go come in. On, give it but, to um, what would your natural baby need? Would you birth a newborn baby and feed it once? What would happen? You will yeah. actually get locked up. Yeah, you got to feed that baby like every two bomb. hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They got to eat every two hours and you got to change their diaper. So yeah. what does this mean? That's good right there. I'm glad you said that every two, every two hours and then yeah. you have to change their diaper. So if you're not feeding your business, your baby every single day and changing the diaper on your business, on your business, on your new baby means I am evaluating. I am coming to the table and evaluate. Does this work? Did this work this month? Did this work this quarter? That's how you change the diaper. Diaper on your business. Don't let your business be full of boo-boo. I'm trying to say the correct word, so I'll be on yeah. here cussing. That's don't right. let your, <laughs> that's why I tell the people in my church, don't give me no title, don't give me no mic, because I might say a bad word. Don't <laughs> let your business be full of boo-boo, because you didn't change the diaper. It's a baby. So you have to have patience, just that same patience you have to have with a newborn baby. You have to have it with your business. And I think that's a, a number one strength that most people need. And you need patience to deal with yourself. Absolutely. You need patience to deal with yourself as you're running your business to know the levels and the strengths that you have. And you have to give yourself a break. A lot of times we're impatient with ourselves. Like, oh, I supposed to have been here already. Oh, I supposed oh, to have made a million dollars this year or oh, i'm supposed to oh, hit a half a million dollars don't well, make wait me a minute. cry <laughs> you, wait a minute you hit a quarter of a million dollars oh you hit six figures how many people in your family or in your group has hit six figures mm. although you wanted to hit a quarter of a million although you wanted to hit these numbers although you wanted to be on more flat platforms yeah what platforms were you on 
we have to give ourselves credit and, and, and be patient with ourselves. It's just like, and I'm talking to me first. Anytime I'm saying right. something, I'm talking to me first. Yeah. It's a certain dollar amount I wanted to hit last year. But then when I did those numbers not too long ago, I said, whoa, whoa. I ain't never hit these numbers in my life. <laughs> so you have to give yourself, you have to be patient with yeah. yourself. Absolutely. And although I did not hit the number that I want, although I didn't hit the profit that I want, I did more than a few average people put together. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. give yourself some patience. Yeah. I'm sorry, back to you, Pope. No, back to you, no, Pope. no it's all good. <laughs> Listen, that's what we're here for. You know what I mean? They ain't really just here to just look at me and hear me. You know what I'm saying? We're here to add value. And when I can't add value in the area, I got to reach out to those of you who can give them what I can't give them, right? Um, now, listen, you, 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 you said so much, but the main thing I kept pointing out was two words, right? The first one um, was patience. You got to be patient, like you got to be patient with yourself, right? You have to be patient with your clients, like, like you who are listening, right? You got to have patience in what you're doing, right? You can't, uh, and, 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 oh man, you, you hit it on the head when you said you get frustrated with yourself because you may have goals set. And if you don't hit those goals, you're sometimes you can be a little too critical of yourself or you can be um, a little too harsh on yourself. So give yourself grace, right? Give yourself a little mercy, right? A little kindness, right? Because you're birthing a baby, you're birthing something new and you got to invest time in it, right? You got to be patient. You got to watch it, right? You got to nurture it, right? You got to care for it. You got to do all those things that, hey, listen, man, listen, I'm a father of five, right? So sometimes my kids get on my nerve, but I can't really be productive, right? If I don't give the kids the nurturing that they need because they not going to stop until they get what they need. So your business, it can't be productive until it gets what it needs. And I heard you also, Monica, kept saying push, right? You got to keep pushing. And you're that midwife. Sometimes that midwife got to whisper in the ear. Sometimes that midwife got to be a little tough on the client, right? Because it's something on the inside that if you don't push, right? If you don't push this thing out and give birth to this thing, you could do what? You could abort this thing. Right. You can abort the purpose. You can abort the business. Like, let's talk. I'm, I'm going to throw this in there. This wasn't even on the list, but let's talk about that. Right. Like, like what are the consequences? Right. Since we're talking about the analogy uh, of giving birth to babies and children, like when we talk about this purpose or this business or or this God given calling, when we talk about this and you don't push. Right. You don't do what you're instructed because it's hard or it's uncomfortable. Like what could be right. The consequences of not giving birth to what you were supposed to give birth to. It's, it's so many uh, consequences because it can be a breach birth. It can be so many reasons why you didn't give birth or why you didn't um, cultivate that thing in you. But some of the, the, the number one, um, I'm sorry, I know there's not no religious panel, but the number one <laughs> thing is warfare. And so if it's warfare for my religious folks, it's trauma for my people that, that we still getting you on, on the God side. So on. trauma trauma will happen if you do not birth what's inside of you you will literally burst you will literally burst it'll be so much trauma in you um it will be even that brings on depression it brings on anger it brings on unhappiness yeah. and then these are things then we have to go see the professionals and i tell people although i'm in a mental health feel and sometimes people only get to the only get to the therapist or the psychiatrist when it's too much when they're about to burst but no it's just like your regular doctor's appointment it's to prevent you from bursting it's to prevent it's to provide great it's, it's to make sure your mental health is of 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 substantial it is of uh is a uh, i don't know the word i'm trying to say i don't got contact but it's to <laughs> make sure you. your mental health is healthy it's it. to make sure that you're healthy and so if you do not birth what you're supposed to birth it's going to cause trauma within you not only that for um for my women it's going to cause it can even have an effect on your weight Mm. on your skin that's why some that's why sometimes we have these big bellies and we think oh we eating too much or that's because i don't have two and three babies no wow. that's the trauma of not doing what you're supposed to do wow that's the trauma of being lazy Wow. And that brings that brings on mental conditions and health conditions. And if you do not do, it's like suicide. Mm. 
I hate to go that deep. It's like no, self. Come on, let's go. That's what we here for. If you do not do this, if you do not do what you're birthed to do on earth, it's like self suicide. It's our own, it's our gift back to God. Imagine God giving us life every single day, and we saying la la la. La la la. Imagine when you cook your loved one or your spouse their best meal and they say, Oh, I'm not hungry tonight. And you just like, wait a minute. I don't spend a hundred dollars on this. You know you like steak and potatoes. You know you like this surfing turf. You know it's not gonna be good tomorrow. And I made this for you today. So daily when we wake up, God is saying, I made this day for you to walk on purpose. You know. That's, it's, it's really disobedience when we don't do it. And disobedience caused strife within our health system, within ourselves, mentally and physically. So to not literally be living on purpose is to be disobedient. That's the real salvation. Wow, you taking us, listen, you taking us there. I know this entrepreneurship, yeah. but nah. living on purpose is your real salvation. You can nah. believe in God all day, but do you believe in what he called you to be? Come on. Are you ready to birth what he called you to birth? Mm-hmm. Or are we just going to let him prepare a table for us and not eat? And see, that's the thing, like, and again, when we talking about a why, like I can see the why pouring out of you, you know what I mean? And even though, you know, we we ain't here to have church or we ain't really here to talk religion, but when you got relationship, right, there's a difference. When, when, when something is on the inside of you, it comes out of you. Again, we talking about giving birth to purpose over here. So when you push and, and you giving birth to that purpose, guess what? When you've nurtured that, that, that purpose, guess what? It grows. And you can't, it's noticeable. Like you can't sit it in a corner, right? And then it just sits there quietly like these babies do. They start growing, they start getting busy. They start getting into stuff. So when that purpose is in you, when God is giving you something, it comes out of you. And all of a sudden it just starts getting all in the way and it starts getting all over people and it starts inspiring people and it starts adding value to people and it starts giving to people. So I'm glad you went where you're going and I'm glad you're being transparent because listen, these listen, listeners need to know like this, this, this episode or these shows can take a turn for anything. We're here to give you value in whichever way it comes, right? So we got to hit you in your soul and we got to hit you in your heart. We got to hit you in your ears. We got to hit you in your, your mind, wherever we got to hit you at to where it's we root. We're going to do that. So I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Now, listen, Another question for you real quick, right? Since we go in there, since we go in there, like what is one challenge, right? Since we letting them know that it ain't easy, right? It's going to be some challenges. It's going to be some pushing, right? It's going to be some discipline you're going to have to do. It's going to have to be some mundane things, some tedious work that you're going to have to do. Like Monica, what is um, one challenge, right? That you're facing right now and how are you handling that? Okay. So one challenge that I am facing right now, mm-hmm. right now, if I was to give y'all, if I would be the most transparent, uh, it, it, it will be, it, it will be two. I know you asked me for one, but it will be two. The first one would be, uh, well, the one I'm going to do the challenge that I'm facing right now. And I'm going to do the overall challenge when I transform transferred from being uh just a business owner entrepreneur and being the ceo so i'm gonna answer it two ways the first challenge is uh it's always working capital it always boils down to the bottom dollar which is working capital working capital is the money that you need to keep everything going to keep everything going it's that payroll it's that rent it's all of that so that would be my first challenge and how i how i'm uh how i'm dealing with that is that i'm ensuring that there's working capital in the account that I'm getting up daily and I'm, and I'm being a good steward over what I'm supposed to do, which means I'm getting up daily and I'm working the things that God put in my hand. I'm working other businesses. I, I, I'm always, I always got to hustle right now. I have a Lexus truck. My Lexus truck is wrapped in my makeup brand, but my mental health facility is what bringing the money. Mm-hmm. But my passion is on my car. So no matter where I'm going, if I have to go to a meeting, 
they can just come scan my car and book them appointment. <laughs> so I'm always yeah. on the hustle. So the first one would be that working capital and how I combat it is that I make sure I still have my other businesses running. And the other thing that how I combat it is I make sure that I have an assistant for the things that I cannot do. I have an assistant working and doing stuff behind the scenes for me to ensure that that working capital doesn't stop. And the second thing that I would say would, be, would have been my overall challenge, which, which, which is coming from being an entrepreneur that made thirty dollars and $50,000 a year to being a six-figure earner, that thing was that mindset. Every, people yeah, often say, I know mindset is a big thing, and people often say this and that about mindset, but let me tell y'all something. It's real. I want you to just think about this, and I'm using my clinic as an example. So I went from an entrepreneur making no more than, um, I'm sorry, my um, song was going out, um, mm-hmm. making, making no more, than, making under those six figures. To have to pay someone whose salary was the six figures. So you're talking about when when people, when, when we have the empowerment coaches and the empowerment speakers that are speaking to us, telling us to get our mindset right, when they're saying journal and do self-care, that stuff is real. Because when you go from receiving a paycheck to having five people on your payroll, when you go to uh, everybody in your business have more credentials than you, that's a mindset that you have to shift your mind back. So you have to shift to being a boss and you have to uh, be in the, literally being the boss, governing oh, a body of people. And then you have to shift your mind to, oh, I am going to make the amount of money that I need to make. So it's like how you go from poor to being, having a great profit. How do you go from having, uh, let's say we're going to take the 30-year-old. How do you go from, um, from we're going to say a 30-year-old from 15 years of not having a certain amount and saying, okay, Lord, bless me to six figures. Okay, God, I want to make a quarter of a million. What do you think you're going to have to have in place to go from making 50000 on your job to making a quarter of a million? as a uh, as an entrepreneur mm. so making six figures as an entrepreneur your mindset has to begin to shift and when your mindset shifts that fast you got to have certain things in place you got to have a team in place and you have to have a therapist in place because there's too much for your mind to consume at one time that's why we have people committing suicide that's why we have people mm. that are good. rich that are unhappy so in order to be happy, I'm going to give you the steps. If you're saying, I know that I, I know I want to walk in my purpose. I know I want to be pushed into my purpose. I know that I want to be a six-figure earner this year. If you made 30000 last year and you're trying to be a six-figure earner this year, here's my, here, here's my three tips. I know he didn't ask me this, but I'm just going to go ahead and get it. My number one tip is you need to see a therapist. You Mm. need to see a therapist because your your mind is going to, your mind is have to shift at speed. You got to think all the way from birth. You've had that mindset of that 50 or that 30,000 that you made on your job. Mm. So now when you're talking about getting those six figures, your mind got to shift. When you when, when when you no longer get a tax refund and you paying ten and fifteen thousand dollars in taxes, your mind have to shift. So the first thing I would say is get a therapist. The second thing that I would say is that you're gonna have to separate yourself. Am I saying being me, be mean, be rude to the people that are around you? No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that you have to be alone so that God can deal with you and give you the strategy of the next move. You put everybody in their category and you intentionally schedule your time with your family and your friends and your best friends. And because some, sometimes we have people in our family and our friends, they're not going anywhere. 
But mm. when you're going somewhere, you have to be separated for a moment. I'm not mm. saying don't love them. I'm not saying don't be there for them. You put it, you literally get you a calendar mm. and you pencil it in and you check on your people and you do whatever you need to do to, to handle your people. So your first thing is your therapist. Your second thing is that you're going to have to separate yourself, not just from your family and your friends. You got to separate yourself from you. Yeah. From the old you, from all of those old habits. Come on now. Even if you, even if you was an entrepreneur and you made fifty thousand dollars last year, and you want to make six figures this year, you can't do nothing you did last year. It didn't work because mm. you didn't hit your six figures. Mm, come on, it now. did not work. So you have to now separate yourself from you. Mm. That's why that professional is number one. You have to separate yourself from you. So you have to be separated from everything that you knew before. Mm. I run with some people that are in, in, the, in the big leagues. They, 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 the, the money that I'm saying that I may profit or money that I'm saying that we, that we, that we want to hit, these people have this in the bank. But you know what they do? They're working like hell. They're working like hell. They have it in perspective. So that they can then enjoy their life. The third thing that I would say um, that you would need to do in order to push yourself through for you wanting to be, um, to, to be, you have to stay focused. You have to stay focused on your purpose and your true calling and you just stay focused on it. And you put, you put, you have to get that timeline and you put it in perspective of what you're going to do, how you're going to do it. And you and, and, and my last thing is that remember, remember, if you're setting your 2022 goals, remember, I don't care what happened the first 11 months. I don't care. God can do it in one day. Mm. One day can change your life. One phone call can change your life. Somebody can see this podcast. Somebody can see this podcast and hear this podcast and contact and contact Pope and say, hey. I want you and the other Pope on a syndicated mm -hmm. podcast. When can y'all start? Mm -hmm. We just one phone call yeah. away from that. And our lives are changed forever. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You dropped so much power. Listen, 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 y'all. Hey, man, I'm trying to let you know over here. Look, before you get out of here, listen, before I even get to the last question or whatever, you pretty much to answer the last question in a round and about way without me even asking it. So um, what I want to do, though, is make sure that the listeners and viewers know how to connect with you. So let them know where they can connect with you at, where your social media handles, your website. Like if you got anything specific coming up, like go ahead. It's your time. Let them know. Great. So yes, I always have something coming up. Remember, I'm Monica Pope, the entrepreneur midwife. And um, if you want to follow me on social media, it is uh, Instagram, IG. It is uh, um, entrepreneur midwife. Um, if you want to, uh, I have several programs you can sign up for on my website. It's entrepreneurmidwife.com. I am, listen, do not, do not go to that website and sign up if you're not ready, because I'm going to push you to the next limit and if you're not ready for a financial commitment now those are saying okay i need you i hear what you're saying but i know i'm not ready for that financial ticket i don't even want to see that financial ticket if you are a female i have a program that's just 25 dollars a month you get me and a host of other women um to help you birth your business it's just 25 dollars a month that is at under um atlantawomenentrepreneur.com so go to atlantawomenentrepreneur.com and you can sign up for that we have uh, monthly challenges we have a book club uh we have the action and you always have a zoom with me and i'm going to push you you get the entrepreneur midwife that is the most affordable way but if you're saying that i am ready and i'm ready for a commitment and I need to be birthed, I need to go from here to there, then go ahead and go to my website at um, uh, entrepreneurmidwife.com. And about 90%, 90% of everybody that has joined my 90-day um, program 
um, revenue has either double or triple. Every, no, only 90%. I only had two people last year that did not come CEOs. And what I mean by CEOs that did not hire an employee. Mm. Most people that had my um, 90 day program last year, they have two and three and four employees now. So that tells you the amount of revenue that they have increased. Um, so I am here for you. If you are a, a woman, go to Atlanta uh, Women Entrepreneurs, and um, I will help you facilitate for I am for the beginner and I'm for those that are already in already established if you are a corporation out here listening bring the entrepreneur midwife in to up that morale in your company to provide therapy to your staff to ensure that they can function and that you hit the revenue streams that you're looking to hit as a company again i am monica pope the entrepreneur midwife the entrepreneur midwife, man. You know what I'm saying? And listen, I'm glad how you keep emphasizing the therapy and, and basically the self-care. Um, like it defeats the purpose to become uh, financially successful or, or, or create a legacy or whatever um, if you're not mentally able to enjoy the fruit of your label or labor or if, if physically you can't enjoy the fruit of your labor or you can't even do your best work, right? You can't be your best you. Uh, because we haven't taken care of ourselves and I'm guilty of that as well gotta gotta do some more self-care um gotta make sure that your mind right is protected and that your mind is cared for because that's the birthing place of everything that comes into physical manifestation like it all starts in the mind it starts with an idea it starts with the thought it it starts with the word, right? Um, then it starts with the plan, all right? Then it starts with action, right? Um, and then it, 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 it takes flight from there. So listen, Monica, very grateful for you stopping through and we know you're busy like like you on the way somewhere right now so you took time out to pull over kick it with me while you in the vehicle now you got to get off and then you got to go so listen that's servant that's servant that's a servant you're serving right see the word didn't come out the way i wanted it to so i'm not even gonna act like i ain't know that so yeah i did say the word wrong but y'all know where i'm going with this right i ain't never claimed to be the best spoken person you know what i mean i just claim to be the best me that i can be every day that's all I'm trying to do. Uh, so Monica, one more question before you do get out of here. Although you answered it in a round and about way, cause you gave us three points, right? But I, I just want you to reach out for your bag one more time, man. And, 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 and say like, what is that one piece of advice or that one extra piece of advice uh, that you would give to somebody that's starting out in your particular industry? Like they want to see somebody win. Like God has given them a blueprint. Like they're very organized. They can motivate, they can inspire. They got uh, the secret sauce to the business. And they just don't know how to break into the industry. Or they don't know uh, what is really inside of them. What would you say to them? I would say my piece of advice, if you're trying to break into the in industry of making sure that people win, my number one advice will be, I want you to win first. Mm -hmm. Make sure you win first because we can't fight weak. So we can make sure everybody else wins. Yeah. But if we make sure you win first, and what does that mean? That means keep you and your purpose at the forefront of every single thing that you're doing. Keep it to the at the forefront of what you're trying to do. So when you're ready, when you're ready to move forward, as long as you keep you first. I want you to win first. And what does you winning mean? It means that you show up every day. Um, if I could leave a, a, a just something kind of tangible that you can do, I'm an instructional type of person. So I can't, I've never uh, spoken to somebody or graced somebody's stage or platform without leaving the people with the instruction. So what I would say for you to break into this industry and for you to show up and win, which is my number one um, advice, I encourage you to get something very simple. It's an app on my phone and it's called Google Keep. It's a free app. I'm not an endorsement for them or anything like that. I'm not going to send you a link. It's just an app that you can put on your phone. You can put on your um you can put, you can use it on the computer and it literally wake up every day and write your goals down and check them off. It lets you check them off and then it saves it for years and years and years. I have stuff from 2016 
still in my Google now, and I could go back and say, in those days where I'm not giving myself enough credit, I can say, oh, in 2016, I executed that workshop. Mm -hmm. 2016, I did this. 2018, I did this. It's called Google Keep. So if you want to wake up and you want to win, and you want to win, you the first thing you pick up is you pick up after you after you open your eyes and give thanks and give thanks and be grateful. Yeah. You pick up your phone, you go to your Google Keep, and you write down every single thing. I don't care if it's let me stop by the store to get the uh, promotional items I need need for this week. I don't care what it is. If you put that thing in a Google Keep and Google Keep and just check it off. All the things that you need to do to win that day. If it's you need to post three times a day, you need to go live one time a day. I'm telling you, if you put it in there, it forces you to do it. Sometimes I just go to my app and say, oh Lord, this thing say I had to post in three different groups. I ain't posting no group. I don't even mm. want to create the post. Mm. But that Google Keep is my accountability so that I ensure that I'm winning and every checkoff is you can do check boxes so every checkoff is a win is a win and then after you do that after you get your day started this is simple make up your bed oh, come on literally come on. make up your bed because that's your first win that stops the first that that calls that calls um that stops the first that stops chaos in your life that, that stop chaos in your day, literally, before you walk out that door. Not a maid, not an assistant, not your wife, not your child, not your husband. Hmm. Make your bed. I guarantee you it's going to give you a sense of, I can accomplish it. I can accomplish my goals. Listen, I Thank love that. So I love that Monica. Not not and and I've read that somewhere. I I, I read so often. I, I don't even know where I, exactly I read it at, but I definitely read that about making the bed up. I don't I I don't I don't always make my bed. I ain't even finna sit here and lie to y'all, but I'm I'm definitely um I've been inspired, I've been motivated by the entrepreneur midwife to start my day off with making my bed. So I'm gonna be the first one to hold myself accountable. And I suggest you do the same, right? Um, it starts with the small things. It's the little things, right? That turn into big things, all right? So listen, I thank y'all for listening. I thank y'all for staying tuned to the entire episode. Thank you all for subscribing, sharing this. I thank you, most importantly, Monica, the entrepreneur midwife. Listen, listen, I'll be back next week with you, right? Um, because it's your big brother, the Pope. I'm always here. Um, but we may not have the entrepreneur midwife next week, but we thank you for the time that you gave us this week, all right? So listen, make sure y'all connect with her. Um, until next time, man, you already know, it's your big brother, the Pope. Stay tuned in. We'll see y'all back later on. Yeah. Listen, I need your help. If you've been enjoying the King Speaks podcast, then I need for you to go ahead and click the support option to support this podcast with a monthly donation as little as 99 cents to help sustain future episodes. What's happening, King? What's happening, Queen? I want to thank you for taking time to listen in. That's going to be a wrap for this episode. Hey, listen. Gravity and negative energy is always at work to pull you down. That's why on the King Speaks podcast, we don't say hold it down. We say hold it up now. So until next week, hold it up, King. Hold it up, Queen. Go in peace.